The Maker's House Chapel International presents Destiny Word with Dr. Michael Bwedidamiche. As a child of God, you are mandated to take territory and fulfill your destiny. Destiny Word is designed to help illuminate your path towards a purpose-driven life. Please stay tuned for the unadulterated Word of God, a word that not only brings focus to your life, but also helps you navigate the challenges that comes your way. Proverbs chapter 14, the verse number 30. Now please understand that last week we started with the cardinal sins. We started with what they called the deadly sin in Catholicism. They called it the cardinal or capital sins. They called it the sins that, I mean, from almost all the fathers and the men that had led the Catholic Church, they came to the conclusion now, there are seven major sins, and Dante did work with it. Uh, the divine comedy stipulates it. And I believe that although we living in this modern time see life differently, there are some ancient truths that most of these men that had lived before us, they realized, they found out, and I think that it is just right and worth it that I come to you with the word of God that brings you illumination and insight about some of the things that the men of old saw when they began to pursue God and the things that they knew that God was not happy with. I started with you last week talking about the cardinal sins and I spoke about pride. I told you that pride is the, is the, is the mother of all sins. Pride happens to be the head sin. Pride happens to be when a man arrogates unto himself the distinctive and unique prerogatives of God. I told you that pride will bring you into a place where you are in direct opposition to God. I said that pride when we say somebody is walking in arrogance, when we say somebody is proud the person has not only arrogated to himself the distinctive and unique prerogatives of God but the person sees himself, see uh, rates himself highly than other people see other people to be beneath him, beneath his standard. When we say somebody is proud the person is somebody that doesn't have the spirit of God at work in himself. God resists the proud. And that's why I'm saying that God's spirit will never be in a proud man's spirit because God will not resist himself. But for God to resist the proud and give grace to the humble means that if somebody is carrying the spirit of pride or arrogance, the person doesn't have God in himself. I gave you the definition that St. Augustine gave. He called it covatus in say. When you build a cave, when you, when you cave in around oneself. Caving in around oneself and seeing yourself to be the only, you seeing yourself as the it. When you know that you are the only one that is the all-knowing, all-wise, all-powerful, covatus in say. I told you that God wants you not to appreciate or view life from the perspective of the ego drama where you think that all the things that you've been able to achieve is because you were smart, is because you were sharp, is because you had contact, is because you had connections. But you get yourself to a place where you don't walk in the ego drama. You understand what is called the theodrama. God wants you to get to a place where you understand the theodrama. Theodrama is when you have gotten yourself to that realm of illumination 
searching and inside where you know that your lives are off the shape your life directorship your life's production is done by God when God is the script writer of your life when God is the producer of your life when God is the director of your life you don't walk in that ego drama where you think that you wrote your own script you produce your own script you directed your own script and you starred in your own script ego drama is not what God wants you to have God wants you to appreciate that there is something called theodrama theodrama is when you appreciate that it's God who is at the center and at the heart of everything called you that your very essence your very life and the things around you are all done promoted pushed by God I did that with you last week and today I want to build on that because the daughter of pride the daughter of pride is what I want to talk about today there are seven cardinal sins I spoke about one last week I want to talk about another one this week envy envy happens to be the daughter of pride envy is a strong feeling of resentment towards somebody because you think the person has something that you deserve envy is when you believe that you are better than somebody who is having something and you think that the person doesn't deserve what the person has and so you should be the person who has what the person has that is envy envy happens to be the main thing that are driven the biblical narrative most of the narratives of the bible you'll find envy at the heart of it you'll find cain being envious of abel and killing his own brother because his brother's sacrifice was accepted and he was thinking but i am better envy is when you have a strong resentment or feeling towards somebody thinking that you are better than the person and if there is anybody that is supposed to be lifted why not me why is it that is that person that is lifted why is it that is that lady that is receiving all the accolades why is it that is only that man that is getting all the recognition why 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 not me why not me why not me why not me is the language of an envious soul envy is that strong resentment envy is when you think somebody has something that you rather deserve envy is when you think that's why we call it the uh, the daughter of pride because it is only an arrogant man that will be envious of another person it is only a man that walks in pride that will be envious of another person because with pride you see yourself high. You rate yourself so high. And so when you see that somebody else has something, you think, no, I am better than the person. And so if there is anybody that deserves to have that thing, it should be me and not them. Envy had been the force behind most of the biblical narratives. Talking about looking at Cain and Abel, you will find envy at work. Look at a young man who had just out of his heart had given a sacrifice unto God. And this man also believes out of his heart he's also giving another sacrifice unto God. 
and God will accept the sacrifice of the younger and the older is thinking but I am better I am wiser I am the oldest listen when God wants to bless anybody he doesn't consider whether the person is young or old because in every generation God can pick anybody that he wants to pick God can bless anybody he wants to bless God can elevate anybody that he wants to elevate and God does not seek any man's consent before he lifts up another man envy happens to be the force that are driven most of the biblical narratives. You see the story of a Jacob and an Esau. When Jacob will be envious of Esau and seek his birthright before giving him food. Envy will cause a soul to fight a David. I want a David dead forgetting that it was this same David that when demons come up against him, this same David will pick up his instruments of ten strings and pick up his harp and pick up his flute and worship before God in the presence of Saul. And Saul will throw a javelin. Envy! Had been the driving force. Envy has been a demon of old. Envy has been a spirit that had manipulated people for many years. Envy is a cardinal sin. Envy is when you are telling God that you are not smart enough. That's why you gave it to that person and not me. Envy is when a man abuses God, insults God, undermines God. Envy is when a man who is supposed to know better doesn't even appreciate that God gives unto each man according to their several abilities. It is only an envious soul that a man that has been blinded by envy that will not see that it is God that apportions, it is God that blesses, it is God that elevates, it is God. Envy is the daughter of pride. It is envy that will cause David's brother, Joseph's brothers, to go after him. It is envy that will make them say that, but we are all in the house. Why is it that dad has given him the coat of many colors and we are here and dad is not giving us the coat of many colors. Dad is not being nice to us. Dad is not praising us. Dad doesn't draw us close to himself. Envy is what will make you kill what is supposed to bless you. Envy is what will make you threaten the life of your deliverer. Envy it's what will cause you to even stop the generations to come after you. It was the man called Joseph that was anointed by God, called by God to be a deliverer. He was brought to be a forerunner, to save them in times of famine. But envy will cause you to kill your saviors. Envy is when a man ah. Uh, has strong resentments when a woman has strong resentments envy can even be towards a son or towards a daughter that a daughter will be close to the dad and the mom can even be envious of their relationship a strong resentment thinking that ah why not me why is it that my husband doesn't talk to me but talks to our daughter? And I know mothers who have ended up hating their own daughters because their husbands loved their own blood. Envy will blind you 
to see that you are in a team and not an individual. Envy will cause you to realize, fail will cause you to fail. You, envy will blind you from realizing that when the team wins, we won. Envy is actually the daughter of pride. It takes a proud man to look down on another person and think they don't deserve what they have. It takes a proud woman to look at another woman and even ask, what does she have that I don't have? Why, what does she have that everybody talks highly of it? What does she envy will cost you? One philosopher said something probably, let me try to um, say what their philosopher said and, and probably pitch my tent from there and bring home the word in the book of Proverbs chapter number 14, the verse number 30. Before I bring it on, one philosopher in the ancient times said the worst form of envy, the worst form of envy is what is called the invidia clericalis. Let me say it again so that you can catch it well. He said the worst form of envy is the envy that is called in quotes invidia clericalis. Invidia clericalis simply means the envy amongst the clerics, envy amongst pastors, when pastors envy themselves. He calls it the worst form of envy that a man of God doesn't see that another man of God is doing God's work and so he should promote them when they are doing well but they want to pull the person down. He calls it the worst form of envy. He called it invidia clericalis, the envy amongst pastors i just came to tell you child of god man of god watching me woman of god watching me don't allow the devil to steal your heart and cause you to destroy what god wants to build because that woman of god you are speaking against is a daughter of zion that god has appointed called out to use to bless his kingdom that man of god that you are rising up against is going to be a man after god's heart that god is going to use to bless his own kingdom don't allow it envy to cause you to destroy God's kingdom invidia clericalis um, the envy amongst the clerics the envy among the pastors the envy sometimes if you hear what another pastor is saying about another pastor it's not just pathetic it's shameful and it just bespeaks of what they wrote in antiquity um they said that it is the worst form and sometimes when i look at my time in my generation i thought they wrote it for their generation but how how apt it is even now that even now when i look at it and i go on social media and i listen into the news and I hear what pastors say about other pastors what friends in ministry say about each other and how they undermine themselves even before their own congregations and a pastor will meet another child of God and destroy another pastor to that person invidia clericalos it's an evil spirit and it's one of the forms of evil it is deadly as a sin before God because it is it undermines the integrity the wisdom and the the counsel of God. When somebody is envious, the person is just trying to tell God, you are not smart enough. That person shouldn't have had what you gave him. You are not that sharp. I thought you were sharp. Not knowing you were in that sharp. 
Why have you given that man that voice? Why have you given that lady that voice? Why have you given that man that contact? Why have you given that lady that recognition? Nvidia, clericalus. The envy amongst the clerics. Proverbs chapter 14. The verse number 30 is another man who happened to be <laughs> within the clericalus. <laughs> he was also part of the commonwealth of faith. He said a sound heart is the life of the flesh. A man that is able to rejoice, admire. Listen, what you can use to kill pride is humility. What you can use to kill envy is admiration. That when you admire what others have, and you are able to say that, no, I am thankful to God for Hussein Bolt because he has speed that I don't have. That is, it will not make you envious. That you are able to look at another man and say that the man has this. You look at Lionel Messi. You look at Cristiano Ronaldo. You look at Jose Mourinho. And you are able to say that these guys have something that I don't have. And because of that, I admire them. It will push you out of envy. Most of you, when you see somebody who is beautiful, you become envious and you begin to undermine them. It is a demonic spirit from the camps of hell. Envy shouldn't be tolerated in your heart. Envy shouldn't be tolerated in your spirit. Actually, if somebody has the Holy Spirit, they don't exhibit the deadly sin of envy. They rather exhibit the lively virtue of admiration. Can I say it again? If somebody actually has the Holy Spirit, they don't exhibit the deadly sin of envy, but they rather exhibit the lively virtue of admiration. They admire, they worship, they thank God, they are excited about what God is doing in the lives of other people. When people are walking in admiration, they get happy. They know that if God is blessing my neighbor, it means he's in the neighborhood. When somebody has the spirit of envy, even if the thing is coming to him, he runs out to go and look at where it stopped by. Envy. It will kill you quicker. It will destroy you. Because envy is an insult to the integrity of God. It's an insult on the integrity of God. Envy will kill you. Envy. It's just communicating that God, I thought you were smart, but you weren't. He said, a sound heart, admiration, is the life of the flesh. When you are happy for other people, it is the life of the flesh. When people are up and you are happy, it is the life of the flesh. Don't be like what they say about the Ghanaian. That if you see a Ghanaian smiling or laughing, it means the brother is in trouble. Don't get there. That is a demonstration of envy. An American once said, and I quote, he said, when I see the success of my friend, something in me dies. He said, when I see a friend of mine succeeding, something in me dies. That is the spirit of envy. That when you see somebody getting a new job, somebody getting a new house, somebody getting a new car, somebody getting promotion, somebody getting elevation, somebody getting married, and immediately you lose sleep. Some people can toss from one side of their bed to the other side because another person had something that they don't have. 
I have come to appreciate, probably eruditely concluded as a child of God, that whatever I don't have, I don't need. If God thinks I need it for my assignment, he'll make it available unto me. God wants you to get to that place, child of God, where your appreciation will be in the fact that this same God Elohim, the Yahweh over Israel, demonstrates to people, he gives unto people according to their several abilities. I want us to read the last verse of scripture in the book of St. Mark's Gospel, chapter number 7, the verses 21 and 22. Now watch the test, even as it unfolds. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed. So where does envy come from? Envy, most of the time. Envy happens to be something that you have to ask the Holy Spirit to help you to overcome. Because envy happens to be something that is in the heart of every man. Everybody. You want me to prove it to you? A baby. Give your child a lot of toys. And let another child come around and pick a toy. And give, or not even the toys that you've given to your child. And give that toy to the, to the other child. Your baby will leave all the toys that he has. And go after the one toy that the new kid has been giving. Because when the child sees a new toy, what comes out, of, out from his heart? I want that one. I want it. He can't have it. And why can't I be the person who, who has it? And even if I have more, I still need the one. Envy is something that if you don't allow the Holy Spirit to work on you, no matter who you are, you get to places in you will exhibit it. He said it's from within. It's out of the heart of men proceeds evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, the verse number 22, theft, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. These are the words of the scripture. Let me probably read another rendition to you that will bless your life. For from within, out, for from within. The verse number 22, I want to read it. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed the evil thoughts, fornication, theft, murders, adulteries, deeds of coveting and wickedness, as well as deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. That's another rendition of the Bible. Envy is from the heart of men. That people can be envious for nothing. They can be provoked to envy for nothing. And they fail to realize that God gives to each man according to their several abilities. God gives to all of us. What you don't have, you don't need. And even if you need it, you might not need it now. Appreciate other people. Admire other people for what they have. 
Speak well of other people. Promote good deeds. When people are doing well, speak well of them. Don't downplay the successes of people. When people are doing well, don't stand there and throw a spanner in their wheels. When people are doing well, be bold about it and talk to the world about it that they did well and you are proud of them. Don't allow envy to ridicule the grace that God has placed on your life. Thank you for listening to Destiny Word by Dr. Michael Bwedinyamiche. We believe you have been impacted to fulfill your purpose. For more transformative and uplifting teachings from Dr. Yamiche, kindly join us at the Maker's House Chapel International Destiny Arena, adjacent the School of Nuclear and Allied Sciences. Join any of our services, Sunday Word from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., teaching service on Wednesdays from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m., and our flagship program, Morning Aura, on Saturdays from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. to engage in prayer and experience the supernatural. You can also be part of our online services, Command Your Morning, every weekday from 4.45 a.m. to 6 a.m. and power up your week every Sunday from 11.30 p.m. to 12.30 p.m. on our social media platforms. For more information about our ministry, you can reach out to us on 020-004-7488 or 026-681-3275. Additionally, visit our website at www.themakershouse.org. God bless you abundantly as you journey towards your destiny with courage and faith. Destiny Word. Be empowered to take territories and fulfill destinies.